welcome to the official Love and Obey female-led relationship podcast. I'm Marissa Rudder, author of 14 books that have become the world's best-selling female-led relationship book series, and I want to welcome you to the Love and Obey movement. All of my 14 books are available to purchase on Amazon. Just search Marissa Rudder, or you can go to my website, www.loveandobey.com, to learn more and get links to all of my books and social media platforms, which include YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. My female-led relationship podcast has been created for mature audiences only. This podcast is specifically designed to be listened to by adults and therefore may be unsuitable for children under 18. This program may contain one or more of the following crude and indecent language, as well as descriptions and discussions about explicit sexual activity. This female-led relationship podcast is created and authored by me, Marissa Rudder. It is published and provided for informational entertainment purposes only. The information in this podcast constitute my own opinions and or any guests who may appear from time to time, and it should not be regarded as a description of medical, psychiatric, or relationship counseling services. So we're going to be discussing chastity and orgasm control. So why has these topics exploded with more than 200,000 people a month searching them? It is because of how transformative chastity and orgasm control for couples in a female-led relationship is. In order to reinforce a power dynamic, men must fully be able to focus on the queen's pleasure. This means they must find a way to remove the focus from their own pleasure. Now, how to do this? Chastity. Now, at the center of chastity is orgasm control. Men must learn how to control orgasms or delay them altogether, but in so doing, they deepen their submission and they learn self-control. An amazing thing happens alongside of all of this. Men become laser-focused on the queen and her pleasure. They see their mission as ensuring the queen is fully satisfied, and they're concerned with her well-being. The reason why this is so transformative is because in an outdated patriarchal relationship, men were never concerned with women or their pleasure. Women were solely existing to give men as much pleasure as possible and serve their needs. This would never work today because modern women are not going to put up with selfish men who thinks only of his own needs to the exclusion of theirs. But chastity uncovers man's true nature, which is to serve his queen. Men want to serve and worship his woman and make her the greatest she can be. And when he is able to focus on her and control his own desire for pleasure, it transforms him. Submission, service, and goddess worship become the goals over satisfying his own selfish needs. And queens are happier because they receive the attention and sexual satisfaction they deserve. Now, for men who are in female-led relationships, giving the queen this kind of control will be orgasmic in itself. It takes your arousal, sex, and daily life to a whole new level. The queen can enforce chastity with or without the locking of the male's penis in a chastity device, but what the cage does is it symbolizes the queen as the key holder over her man. She and she alone is the key holder. You're not going to be released until she gives a command, so you become fixated on her as your ultimate leader and ruler. The cage also helps men to exert their self-control over their sexual desires, for example, masturbating when he's alone or away from his queen. He must still control his urges and he is reminded that he must submit to his queen at all times. Since the queen is the key holder who holds the keys to her man's chastity cage, she is the leader in the female-led relationship, so this makes her the guardian of her man's penis and his orgasms and it makes the queen the focus of his sexual desire. The queen becomes a sexual goddess in his mind. The man in chastity promises not to orgasm without permission, and there is a power exchange between them where the key holder 
now owns her man's penis. She alone decides when he can orgasm, and she alone can unlock his penis, which makes the unlocking and release from chastity a huge deal. There should be some sort of celebration other than just the sub's orgasms. Though orgasms can feel stronger and even more powerful after being in chastity, the ultimate sign of control for the queen is to put a cage on her man and decide when he is able to be released. Even if it seems like fun and a distraction, it still centers the attention on him. In turn, he shows complete devotion to his queen. He submits to her controlling his every move. And it's this focus on each other that makes chastity female-led relationships, inward-focused, and where couples experience and develop an even stronger bond. The great philosopher Hegel said in his master-slave dialectic, desire plays a very important role in animals and is satisfied with an immediate object. The animal isn't aware of what it desires. However, this is different for human beings. For Hegel, history equals the history of social relations. Two human desires are facing each other. What human beings really desire is to be desired by others. In other words, they want to be recognized by others. This means that human desire is fundamentally a yearning for recognition. So chastity is perfect as the subs desire his queen, and she desires his worship and attention. So let's go into what are types of orgasm control. Male orgasm control is where you, the man, is experiencing a high level of sexual arousal and pleasure for a long time without being allowed to orgasm and ejaculate. A submissive man is obedient and will do anything possible to not come until the queen gives permission or forces the orgasm. If you, the submissive, is not strong enough to hold the orgasm on their own, the queen can stop your orgasm simply with a command. The fantasy of being controlled usually drives the intensity of the orgasm, coupled with anticipation and release that typically increases the strength of how he will experience the orgasm. Erotic sexual denial is part of orgasm control, has the power to strengthen your intimacy with your queen and lead you both to higher levels of sexual stimulation without allowing you to actually orgasm. Now, in a female-led relationship, the queen is in charge and she has all the power to control her man. So your queen taking a dominant role and holding off your ejaculation for an extended time frame will give you the submissive toe-curling orgasms when she does finally let you take you over the edge and allow you to orgasm. You deliberately are holding back from that explosive moment which will lead to amplified erotic fantasies about the queen and heighten your anticipation of finally being unlocked and having sex with your queen who is now viewed as a sex goddess. Usually when a man is put in chastity, he is required by the queen to perform oral sex. So putting a man in chastity doesn't mean denying the queen pleasure. Erotic sexual denial can last for short periods or long periods when all the queen desires you to focus on are her orgasms alone with oral sex. Semen retention is yet another form of male chastity and orgasm control. Not only can the orgasm be denied, but so too can the ejaculation be avoided either through sexual abstinence or practicing intercourse without ejaculation. Semen retention does not refer to avoidance of male pleasure. In this practice, male pleasure is separated from the ejaculation, making it possible for the man to enjoy the full pleasure of sexual intercourse without experiencing seminal ejaculation. Semen retention is an ancient practice believed to maximize male physical and spiritual energy. Much of the history appears to be rooted in Taoism. Practitioners attribute near-mystical superpower qualities to semen conservation, and the men who practice orgasm control rave about its benefits. They experience a notable boost in courage and self-confidence. So not only does chastity 
and semen retention make men stronger by retaining their chi, it strengthens a female-led relationship by placing the focus on the queen. Orgasm control can also involve additional practices like edging, peaking, or surfing, and they're different from orgasm denial. Although orgasm and ejaculation are delayed, they're eventually allowed at the end of each of these types of orgasm control. Edging can be done through penis stimulation, prostate massage, blowjobs, intercourse, or other various sexual acts. Whatever gets your arousal into overload, your queen can make you aroused over and over until you're finally allowed to let go and come. It will be intensely erotic for both you and the queen, and often leads to a feeling of much more intense and high-level orgasms. Yet another type of orgasm control is the pull-out method. Now, this is where, immediately before the man orgasms, he pulls the penis out of the vagina just before ejaculation. Now, this was traditionally used as a method for birth control, but it's part of semen retention and can be thought of as orgasm control. Now, there is so much to learn about chastity and how to deepen your levels of domination, submission, and create the perfect female-led relationship or female-led marriage for you and your queen. My book, Chastity, is the perfect resource to help you to learn everything you need to know about chastity, orgasm control, edging, and more. All 14 of my books are available on Amazon. You can simply go on Amazon and search Marissa Rudder, or you can go to my website, www.loveandobey.com, to learn more about Love and Obey, female-led movement, and get links to all of my books and social media platforms, which include YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. Female-led relationships are changing the world, one couple at a time. Join the hundreds of thousands of couples now living happily in a female-led lifestyle.
Oh. Uh. Ooh.